You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye and Domino's. Delhi have picked up their second points of the season, beating Hyderabad by seven runs in another last ball finish on Monday night in Hyderabad. A little more solid performance uh, uh, than their win against Kolkata Ayaz, but they'll need to do a lot better if they at all want to make a push for the playoffs from here, won't they? Oh, certainly. Delhi need to do a lot better and Hyderabad need to do a lot worse. You know, they have to improve even far more if they have to survive. Uh, I, I, I see them crumbling very rapidly. Uh, this was a match they should have won by any, you know, cricketing logic that you apply. And they completely messed up the opportunity. But, you know, good luck to Delhi. I think they've, they've had a couple of victories now, finally, after a very barren run at the start. And let's see what they make of it going ahead. Okay, let me just get you all the scores before I go back to Ayaz with my questions. Uh, David Warner was back at his former home ground and won the toss. And unlike most captains, elected to bat first after winning the toss. Also, a big call at the toss. Uh, Delhi dropped Prithvi Shaw. Sarfaraz Khando made a comeback. Phil Salt came out to open with Warner and was back in the dressing room out first ball. Mitch Marsh batted at 3 and made 25. Warner made 21 of 20. Uh, as Delhi were in trouble at 62 for 5 after 8 overs. Akshar Patel and Manish Pandey though added 69 for the 6th wicket and scored 34 each to help the team post 144 for 9. Hadabad didn't have much to chase but that doesn't mean like they look like the team in charge. Harry Brook and Mayank Agarwal got the team to 31 after 5 overs before Brook got out to Nokia on 7. Mayank went on to score 49 before his wicket started a trend of sorts for Hyderabad. The wicket falling in the 12th, 13th, 14th and 15th overs. But that is when Washington Sundar entered and, you know, sort of made a match uh, out of it. Klassen made a handy 31 of 19 alongside him and Washington too made 24 and 13 were needed off the last over in which Mukesh Kumar conceded just five and Delhi picked up the two points. Um, Ayaz, I'm going to start by as always uh, asking you who your player of the game is. I mean, ordinarily I would have said Washington Sundar should have been the man of the match but you know, he ended up on the losing side. So, it's obviously going to be tough on him uh, having picked up three wickets and then almost taken his team to victory. With the, with the bat, but it was not to be. So I would I would think it has to be uh, you know somebody from the Delhi team. I would actually go with Akshar Patel. You know he had a very good match, uh, not many runs, but he 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 put up a few like he always does for his team, and then he bowled extremely well. So my my choice would have been would be Akshar Patel. Um, Mukesh Kumar bowls that final over for Delhi. You know, um, Hyderabad needed 13 and he managed to concede just 5 and deny a victory. He has been part of the Delhi outfit mostly all season. Didn't even bowl all of his 4 overs today. But, you know, Warner knew enough to give him that final over and, you know, just turned him into a match winner for them. Yeah, Mandra, you know, he's actually very highly regarded in domestic cricket. Uh, I remember speaking to uh, Ajit Agarkar some time back and he, he, he was raving about Mukesh Kumar saying he's got everything that it takes to succeed. So, he's, this is probably what he meant. Because when he, when it comes to a very tight situation, and nowadays, you know, making 12, 13 runs or 14 runs in the final over is not so difficult. But he held his nerve and he, you know, he, he just bowled that almost immaculate over to ensure that his team wins. And therefore, I think that, uh, you know, you must give credit to Mukesh where it's due. Just... 
talking about selection uh, delhi obviously today finally made the decision to not play prithvi and brought back sarfaraz khan but even sarfaraz played just nine balls scored just 10 Uh, you know i mean I, i was just thinking at that point you know how delhi would be thinking in december it would be such a ideal batting you know indian order for them they have sarfaraz in form prithvi in form in domestic cricket and then there's rishabh pant and now we know you know rishabh of course is not part of the season and these two players are not really being able to do much so you know it, it's it, it just shows like, like how anything can happen in a matter of months right Oh, absolutely. I think look what they what they did was they punted a uh, big time on young Indian players. Rishabh Pant, of course, they made him captain. Then they had Prithvi Shaw. Then they picked Sarfraz Khan. Uh, they obviously also got somebody like an Akshar Patel, who was promising youngster. You know, a couple of years back, couple of seasons back. So they've done that right. But you know, it's just that they haven't got the rewards for it. Uh, Prithvi Shaw just is a non-star. He's a, he's been a non-starter this year. Uh, Rishabh Pant got injured, is out of the season, out for the season. Then they've got Sarfraz, who actually should have made more of the opportunities he's got, and he's not been able to do it. So uh, you can't fault, I think, the tactic or the strategy or the thought process behind getting these kind of players in. It's just that things haven't run uh, the way uh, you know Delhi Delhi would have thought it would in their favour. Hyderabad do have a similar problem. I mean, in December, I'm sure they thought that they had done really well in the auction. They'd gotten Harry Brook, incredibly talented young man that everybody is talking about, and then he just scored that one century, and there's not been not you know there hasn't been much from him even today. I think he just scored what? Yeah. yeah, I mean seven, seven he scored. Yeah. So I mean, not just apart from the century, he's not got going. We've spoken a lot about Harry Brook every time. You know, I have expressed the opinion that he's such a promising guy. and it's not just the manner of uh, it's not just the few runs he made it's also the manner of the dismissal you know which is in in a way causing consternation in somebody like me who i think you know i consider him to be a, amongst the most promising young cricketers in the world but you can't repeatedly get out for low scores and to poor stroke selection but that shows you know either a technical deficiency i won't talk too much about technique in the t20 format but certainly in the in the temperamental part because when you get into a t20 game and you're so you know paid such a fancy price and so much depends on you then it becomes incumbent on you to play you know to potential you can't always keep saying this is my first season and therefore you know it can't be it, it's not pardonable to make that excuse time and time again are we also i mean you know we know we don't talk often about this but you know just the stress of traveling the whole home and away format is back this season somebody like a harry brook you know has never been part of the league before but this could be even more stressful i think hyderabad's only played three games at home before this they've constantly been traveling for the last month those are also the kind of things that a player will need to you know get, get you know get used to and just be able to acclimatize of course but that's you know that comes with the turf doesn't it it comes with the challenge of playing in the in the, in the t20 league or any league i mean if you play in australia the same things would apply uh, or in you know in the caribbean if you play the league there or in the maybe not so much in the 100 because travel you know distances are not so big in england and travel time isn't so much but these are hardships and everybody acknowledges them and this is something that you prepare for mentally and certainly while you're on the road you have to prepare yourself even more uh, when you go from match to match so if if you're going to be fragile about it or frail about it then obviously this is this is going to take a heavy toll so somebody like a harry broke or a cameron green or some of these young guys you know this can't be really an excuse this is actually a great learning curve for harry harry broke so 
he should be taking it in the stride and making impact despite despite all these hardships speaking of hardships let's talk about the match tomorrow gujarat versus mumbai mumbai will be reeling from that loss to punjab at home a win tomorrow puts them along with five other teams at eight points in the standings a loss means gujarat joined chennai at 10 points and mumbai suddenly have a four point gap with the rest of the you know the leader pack as such after you know winning those three solid matches so you know there's a lot to win and lose tomorrow Yeah, I mean, look, both had uh, you know, Gujarat won a sensational match, didn't they, against Lucknow? Last ball, I mean, when everything was against them, they turned things around and clinched. You know, what I thought was the most incredible win that I've seen in maybe in IPL history or the you know the history of the India T20 league. While Mumbai, you know, after after looking like they'd hit the you know found their rhythm and their mojo, they came a cropper against Punjab uh, at in, in on their home turf. So there's a lot for Mumbai to do to kind of. Re- you know come back on the rails as it were and it's not going to be easy against gujarat which is in my opinion amongst the strongest teams to to defend the title uh, not the strongest team to defend the title but certainly a team equipped to defend the title and looking good to me to be in the playoffs for so, for certain cool let's see how that one goes thank you so much for taking time out thanks but thank you bye bye That was today's episode of the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd Khayal Jo Ghar Ko Ghar Banaye and Dominoes. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu and Anjali Palord, and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quinn's podcast.